Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Do you like jewelry? People all over the world have always made jewelry out of stones and metals and even shells. Many kinds of gemstones can be dug up out of the earth. One of the most popular stones is the diamond. Today, we're learning about a very famous diamond. It's called the Hope Diamond, and it has an interesting history. What is a diamond? You've probably seen small diamonds in jewelry. They are usually clear, but can be colored also. They are cut and polished to sparkle in the light, and they are very beautiful. Diamonds are minerals. They are made of the element carbon, and they are the hardest mineral on Earth. Diamonds are formed underground because they require extreme heat and pressure to be created. People gather them out of diamond mines. They are very common, one of the most common gemstones found on Earth. But diamonds that are clear and pure enough to be sparkly are not as common. And large diamonds of that quality are even more rare. The Hope Diamond was originally called the Tavernier Blue Diamond. Almost 400 years ago, it was bought by Jean-Baptiste Tavernier. It was probably pulled out of the Kohler mine in Golconda, India. When Tavernier bought it, it was... When Tavernier bought it... When Tavernier bought it, it was not cut and polished like it is today. It was huge, though. It measured 112 carats. A carat is 200 milligrams. If we multiply those numbers, we find out that the diamond weighed 22.4 grams, which is about the weight of four nickels. The other interesting feature was its color. The diamond is a lovely violet blue color. Instead of being made of pure carbon and having the standard clear coloring, this diamond has a tiny amount of the element boron in it, which gives it a blue color. Tavernier didn't just keep his diamond. He sold it to the King of France in 1668 with some other jewels. Soon after, the diamond was recut by a French jeweler. It was polished and set in a golden backing that was made to show off its beauty. The king wore it on a ribbon around his neck. When it was cut, some of the edges were taken off, so it weighed only about 67 carats. The diamond was inherited by Louis XV and then Louis XVI of France. When Louis and Marie Antoinette were executed during the French Revolution, all their jewels were given to the new government and the diamond was stolen. Twenty years later, in 1812, it showed up in the collection of a British diamond merchant. It's unclear where he got it, but the stone he had matched the weight and description of the one that had disappeared from France. There is no record of any sale, but in 1839, it was owned by Henry Philip Hope, whom the diamond is currently named for. It was sold several more times, and it ended up with an American jeweler named Harry Winston. In 1958, Harry donated the Hope Diamond to the Smithsonian Institution. It's been on tour a few times. It was sent back to France, 
to be shown in the Louvre in 1962, and to South Africa once. Harry Winston borrowed it back in 1984, but most days you can see the Hope Diamond in the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History in Washington, D.C. Its current weight, because it's been recut again, is just over 45 carats. It's set in a pendant with 16 white diamonds surrounding it on a necklace made of 45 more white diamonds. Seven million people come to the museum to view the Hope Diamond every year. There is a story that the woman whom Harry Winston bought the Hope Diamond from sometimes let her Great Dane wear it on a collar around his neck. That might have been the most expensive dog collar in history. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. Mm -hmm.